Welcome to the ENS HQ podcast, the only show you need to help you become a better ENS domain name investor. Join your hosts, TJ Larkin and Mike Higgins, as they dive deep into the world of Web3 domain names and bring you actionable ideas, concepts, and tips on how to make smarter decisions on your ENS investing journey. If you're looking to up your game as an ENS investor or just want to learn what all the excitement in the space is about, you've come to the right place. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the ENS HQ podcast. I'm Mike Higgins here with the myth, the man, the legend, all things ENS, TJ Larkin. How are you, sir? Doing excellent. Excellent. How are you doing? Great, man. I was just uh, searching Twitter today and saw this uh, tjlarkin.eth had some hot takes, hot All takes right. today. Yeah. And uh, yeah. let's dive into a couple of them today just to see, you know, you've, number one, uh, it seems like you've been gaining a lot of steam here with all things ENSHQ, uh, just kind of the brand and just all things on Twitter has been gaining steam. Um, ENS is seemingly... I don't know. I don't know if it's partly because it's just all that I tend to look at on Twitter. If I feel like the popularity is kind of like outpacing everything else crypto, or if we actually are kind of, uh, if, if that's just what it is, ENS is just going to outpace kind of other stuff right now, just because it's, it's, uh, more utility behind it. But man, you are growing on Twitter and you also just had a hot take today. So let's dive into that a little bit. And uh, then we'll yeah. dive into uh, a little bit about first names or last names and what we think is better. So yeah, that's, that'll be a great conversation. Pick us off there. Yeah. What, is, uh, what spawned your high price, make a sale, pick one. You can't have both. All right. Yeah. So this is, I don't know how much of a hot take this is. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Um, for for some people, it probably is. But so I I was scrolling like you said as as usual, and I had seen somebody. Sorry uh, if you know who you are. I apologize, but had said you know I really need to make a sale. You know this week. Um, here are my domains. I, I can't even remember what they were. They 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 weren't horrendous. They weren't worth zero, but they were mediocre at best. Um, from what I recall, they were 0.1 ether less value, and that I, I don't know that I would have even bought them at that. And he had them listed for between five and 15 ETH each and said, oh, but I'm willing to make a deal. And so this just got me thinking, and I know there's in the space, there's a lot of issues with this that, that some of us have who are more uh, serious about it is to understand what kind of market we're in, right? And while ENS, like you just said a minute ago, seems really popular and it, it very much is in a lot of ways, but it's definitely down from where it was. A few months ago, a lot of the flippers have left the market, which was what was pushing up some of these mediocre domains getting high sales. And now we're at a point where a lot of it is mostly serious investors like me. And there's a bunch of us out there. You can find them on Twitter. But uh, there's not as much, I would say, dumb money in the space buying mediocre or worse domains, right? And so what that means is the smart people, I, I, I am including myself in there. Well, I guess that's debatable. But um, <laughs> are only willing to buy really good, what we call kind of grail domains for any significant amount of money and anything over half an ETH, I would say. So that right now that's the equivalent of say 600 bucks. Um, unless it's a grail or really, really good, most of us just are not willing to pay more than that because there's a lot of domains that are really good in that price range. Does that make Did sense? You, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember what um, one of them was that he was selling? I 
I literally can't. I should have. I should have saved what, it. Um, what about Zilkerdow? What's kind of a most recent one that you can share that we picked up from the, so, the DAO? Yeah, I posted about this too. Of like what a so, good one would be. Okay, well, I could give you an example of a, an average one. What, what's a good one that we bought? Well, I, I, let me say the one thing I did post about ones we got is I did buy or we, we bought some that were not great, but we minted them. So, you know, minting, the difference between minting and buying a secondary minting means you're only paying five bucks a year plus gas, right? So we had bought treads, TREDS and Boxy. Um, those are not great in any way, but they were minted. So they were like 15 bucks. But the reason I minted them was because they're five characters and they're phonetic sounding words, right? So while I don't know necessarily who wants those in the future, if ENS goes the way we think it will, just the fact that it's a phonetic five character domain makes it valuable right there, right? Because if you can envision a world where everybody's using .eth, we will get to a point where the average length of a domain is, you know, eight, nine, 10 characters that just visually seeing five will be, uh, yeah. we'll make yeah. it stand out on in the metaverse or Twitter or wherever it is. How much stock um, do you put in like the person? So a guy, so a person guy or gal on Twitter saying, I need to sell these before, like, you know, basically, you know, obviously coming from the real estate space, when you like sense blood in the water is when you strike, right? So like just the way that this person's framing up, Hey, I got to get rid of this before now that shows distress to me, right? Like as somebody who invests in different things and instantly as somebody like you said, who's smart and who wants to, like, I think I look at that and I'm like, I'm not buying this until it's a great deal. I don't care how good the mm. names are. This person yeah. is out there basically saying, I need to sell. I need to sell. I need to sell. How much does that screw the person as far as their opportunity to sell it as well? Like, do you think about that at all? Uh, in a <sighs> I understand your point. You know, I, obviously you're a big real estate guy and, and um, what you're describing makes perfect sense. I think that the difference with ENS, and again, this is where the good and the bad of ENS comes in, is there's no um, comparables, right? Isn't that what you call it in real estate, right? Where it's like, oh, let's check what's selling in the neighborhood and let's for comparable this and that. That really doesn't exist in ENS. So what happens right. is in theory, someone's saying, oh, I need to get rid of these this week. You know, that sounds good for the buyer. Right. The problem is it would be like you going and finding a, you know, three bed, two bath house. And someone says, I need to get rid of it this week. It's $1.8 million. And you're in Wisconsin. You, it, it doesn't matter that they want to get rid of it. You're going to ignore it. Right. And that's what people are doing in ENS. Right. They're asking for millions of dollars for a starter home and saying, I want to get rid of this thing. Right. Like in this guy's case, it was the equivalent of a starter home. It was, I, if I recall, they were barely decent enough that somebody would want them. But if you're asking millions of dollars, you know, and then you say, oh, but I'll make a deal. But someone like you thinks, well, it's worth 200 and you're at 2 million and you say you want to make a deal. Is it even worth my time to reach out to you? Because, okay, so what? You're going to go from 2 million to 1.5? You're still 8x higher than you should be. I'm not even going to waste my time. Do you think, right? is so, it worth it? So, so you look at that and it's not even worth your time no. to even throw out an offer of 0.1 ETH or whatever, nope. right? Be because. because yeah, go ahead. Well, my thought is like, if you do that enough and then that person doesn't get like, it's not about comparables. If you do that enough and then that person doesn't get any other offers ever, like eventually they're going to realize what they have is not worth that much money. They will. But then, so again, the good part of ENS here, and this is what I was talking about today on Twitter is 
in theory, again, without remembering that guy's exact names, in two, three, four years or whenever the next major bull run starts for Web3 and especially ENS, this guy might get five ETH for those names, yeah. right? And so, and this is literally what I'm doing. I don't mean to be bashing his names. It's just, it's the fact of he's unreal. He's wanting unrealistic money, right? And just like with a lot of my domains, I could probably sell some of them right now for 0.1 or whatever, but I think they're going to go for one to three in the next bull run. So I'm okay with just waiting, right? And so again, I think the the point of my, my tweet there and the, the concept here is, to decide what is it that you want. Do you want to sell today or this week and get cash or you know ETH right now because you need something or um, you want to do something with it? Or do you want to get really good return on a $20 investment and you want to make you know 10 grand? Both of them are reasonable, but you have to understand timing has a big, is a massive factor in this. So if you want 10 grand on a $20 investment, more than likely you need to wait Till the next bull run, say two to three years, realistically, and so you can't think, okay, well, it's going to be worth ten grand in three years, so I'll offer it for seventy five hundred today. That's not how it works. We're too early for that. That's too much of a risk for someone to take if it's not an obvious grail, right? Grails can be worth, I mean, six figures right now, but there aren't that many grails, right? And too many, you know, it seems like most people with grails, most of them, you don't see them on Twitter. Right now, there are some really smart guys with some really good names on Twitter, but a lot of the the them they're not on Twitter. Um, so two things, anyway, two things that I think about that I want to roll on. Number one is, do you think that the best opportunity for ten xing is to buy something at point one, point two, point three, and then sell it for one, two, or three down the road, or is it buying something for one, two, or three and selling it for thirty down the road? Do you think one? Or, or will timing or number three of that, will timing just make all those increase 10x? Does it not really matter? And is it a is yeah. it more of a game of like what you can afford right now? That's what you should look for. Yeah, I think I think in general, it's, it's more of just a timing issue, um, meaning like good names and great names are both going to skyrocket a bunch in the next bull run. Um, I think it's more how much are you willing to risk because again, if you were to say, uh, and I know there's some guys doing this, I think it's true.eth is, is doing, he's posting about this a lot. He's, he's investing a lot of money. It's still not massive, but you know, between 0.5 and 2 ETH on names frequently right now. Um, and those, if you can find the right name at a, you know, for somebody who wants to offload it now, you can flip those in some cases. There are a bunch right. of people who are flipping names right now from, and making half an ETH to an ETH in, you know, a month. Um, but again, you you know, they're not buying them for point generally, not buying them for point one and then selling them for point six. What they're doing is they're buying them for point seven and then selling them for two point five, you know, something like that. So what that means is to buy a domain for point seven and flip it for two point five, it's a really good domain right now, right? And generally I'll I'll leave if I remember this guy's domains, they were two word domains. So we have to remember right now, anything really good or grail-ish is one word. If it's two words, right. I almost don't even care how good it is. It's not worth one ether more right now, um, generally speaking. And so again, too many people think they like, uh, here's my example, I always use this one, of a good two word name is house party, right? Mm -hmm. Because that it's two words, but it clearly has one meaning. And I think yeah. those are really good domains, but it's still not worth 
one, two, three ETH right now. It's just not. Um, so the ones that people are able to flip are really good domains that just happen to be somewhat underpriced. And then they, they can raise the price on those. Do you think um, that some of those grail net, you said that there's not a lot available. You're not seeing a lot talked about. Are there conversations that are happening not on Twitter right now? When I think about like some of you think about in the real world, right? Not in like Twitterverse or, and again, I come back to real estate cause that's what I know really well. And that's why I asked some of these questions Yeah, because there's going to be a comparison game eventually that they mimic each other. Like the best deals don't get traded on Zillow. You know what I mean? In they real estate, yeah, totally. Right. So like, yeah, is it possible that some of these other guys are trading these back and forth conversations, you know, in a discord, literally in a phone conversation, maybe they don't even have like, they're not even active on Twitter. Is that a possibility? Are you seeing that at all? So I don't see this too much, but, but uh, the fact that I don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, right. If anybody has a secret discord or anything like that, please uh, message me and invite me. I, I would like to be in that. Um, I do. Well, if they secretly message me, then then that would be okay. good. DM me or email me. Um, I think there is a little bit of this going on, um, but it's mostly, I don't think anybody's really trading per se. Yeah. It's, it's mostly making sales. Um, probably some of it DMS uh, via Twitter and, Pro, I know, you know, there are discords and so people are talking in discords. I don't, haven't been in there much lately, so I'm not totally sure. Um, but I would say, no, most of it is again, people shilling on Twitter or people just posting them for sale on ENS vision or OpenSea, and then people just finding them. Um, but again, the, the problem with that, as I was discussing with uh, foe.eth, who's, um, Matt, who's a, a big guy in the space, the problem with that is there are so many garbage names in ENS, as I've discussed many times, that discovery, discovering good names is very, very difficult. Um, right. And this is one of the problems we are trying to solve at ENS HQ, by the way. So um, we're going to be solving this via uh, our curated marketplace, which is coming soon. And then we're also going to try helping on Twitter as well, uh, bringing quality names in front of people. But even at that, the at the scale it needs, it's, it's just very difficult problem, but that's the exciting part of ENS, right? That's where the gap is, is the amount of work it can take to find good names for cheap. Um, yeah. so yeah, I hope that well, answers was, your question. Yeah, it is. I was trying to, um, as you're talking, trying to hang around on OpenSea a little bit, I think it would be kind of cool to see like what, what names traded for the most amount maybe in the last like 30 days so you can see that that's on twitter so somebody there's a bot on twitter i would have to find it something ens uh sales or ens top sales or something i could show you uh i, I don't have it up but somebody is is doing this either a person or a bot something um now the thing to be careful with on those is wash trading so wash trading is a big problem in ens it actually seems i'm not noticing it as much as we did uh, a couple months ago during the massive ENS bull run. And I think the reason for that was at the time, the wash trading was for these clubs. So I think we talked about this on the last episode where people are starting clubs based on these like styles, right? So again, emojis or, you know, dollar sign first or negative sign first. And so what was happening is people were buying those and then they were claim pretending to sell them to make it seem like, oh my God, look at all this activity. This sold for one ETH, this sold for two ETH. Let me get into in on it, make it popular. 
and then they could dump them all on those people. Uh, I, I'm not claiming that any of these clubs specifically did that. I don't know which ones were or whatnot, but this is just a general NFT problem. And so there's a lot of wash trading. So you would see, okay, top of the charts today. And it would be like, you know, John.e30. And then the next one would be some nonsensical domain for 26. And you're like, there's nobody would pay 26 ETH for this nonsensical domain. Um, right. So anytime, I think that's another good point. Anytime you see a sale in ENS that seems fishy, um, uh, understand it doesn't mean it is necessarily, but there are a lot of reasons for people to claim they made a sale that they didn't, which all it means is just moving it from one wallet to another using some of these uh, OpenSea competitors that don't have fees. So I think X2, Y2, I think they don't have a fee. So, you know, I you could give me 10 ETH, we can make this sale and then I give it right back to you. And then it looks like this domain sold for a lot of money, right? That's One right. today actually was drop2.eth supposedly sold for eight ETH. So that's like $10,000 for D-R-O-P-T-O.eth. I did look it up. There is a company with that name. Is it possible they paid 10 grand for that? Yes. Is it likely? I would say no. Um, so the, these kinds of things happen and to, to be aware of them. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I think it, just to, to settle this conversation for right now in the market that we're in, you know, if you want to make sales and get some ETH in your wallet, you've just got to lower your price. You, you just have to. You cannot be asking for one ETH or more for any name that's not an obvious grail. And the, the easiest way, as I should have said, the way to compare this, the way a lot of us are thinking about this is the um, expiring market, which is on ens.tools, where you can see what names somebody forgot to renew. And of course, right now, a lot of people are forgetting to renew good names. Somebody, uh, say this, somebody's wallet who owned 021, I think, .eth, and then a bunch of four number .eth, let those expire probably if he had just put them at the cheapest price possible to make them move, that was probably $50,000. This person forgot to mm. renew. Crazy, right? Um, but that's, those are easier because those are numbers. But let's say for names, you know, words, names, whatever, uh, alpha, alphabetic characters, there are really good names and words that are selling for between, that are dropping on the uh, auction all the way down to point, uh, say one, one ETH down to like, say 0.2 ETH. We're talking about last names with 100,000 people or more are selling for under one ETH. So this is what people need to understand. For good investors, like, again, potentially me, guys like True.eth and Anon.eth and some of these guys who are really good, they're seeing 100 to 500,000 people names selling for 0.6. Why would they pay you two or three or five ETH for your two word domain. Like right. it, you have to understand the opportunity cost for the buyer. We're getting good names for cheap on expiry, good names from people on ENS vision and OpenSea who are selling for really cheap for good names. We're not going to pay you a lot of money for these, you know, average names. I'm just looking at some expiration names right now. Okay. You Let's see any good ones? Up. Nothing good. Everything starts with like an underscore. In the beginning. So, yeah, because what that means, so actually, this is a good point. We should do something deeper on this later. A great way to see what people thought would be worth money that isn't now is watching that expiry list and seeing common themes. 
Because what you'll end up seeing is you'll see 10, 20, 50 of the same style domains in a row. Yeah. And what that basically means is somebody bought a bunch of these last year or whenever and realized nobody wants them. And it's just like, screw this. I'm not paying the renewal fee and just let them go. Right. And so right. Um, that's why a lot of three character name um, names are, are on expiry right now. So like JRL.eth or just random three letters. Those may have a lot of value in the bull run. Uh, because there's so few of them and they clearly are eye-catching and you know maybe companies with their initials or whatever. Tons of reasons for those to be valuable, but they're not val there's if it doesn't have doesn't make any sense, there's no reason for anybody to pay for it right now because it's six hundred and forty dollars to renew them every year. That is such a high opportunity cost right now. That's right. half an ETH. So think of like I said, these five character, six character names that are that you can buy right now for half an ETH with a $5 renewal. Why would you take a risk on LTR or something dot ETH for the same price and you have to sell it within a year or you're paying again. Now right. you've paid an ETH in 13 months. You've paid an ETH for that. That's, that's just a massive risk. Are there um, some that are in your wallet that you're going to let expire that you thought were a good deal that are not like, yeah. what would be some good examples of that? I think that would be like, if somebody's looking at it and being like, Hey, you know, six months ago, eight months, a year ago, they looked at it and they're like, I bought these because I thought these were good sound investments. But now the tides turned and you're sitting there and maybe you're not as liquid as you were a year ago. How do you filter through which ones you think are going to be good and which ones you think are going to be bad? Like, what's the cutoff? What do you, you know, how are you so, making that decision right now? Because you have a lot of them. I, I have a lot. So uh, I've probably bought, I don't even know. And I, I've moved them to different wallets and bought different wallets, but I probably have six to 700, somewhere around there. Um, so this is a very complicated question that you're asking. It's a great question, but it's, there's a lot of answers to it. So the first thing is I buy all of mine for minimum two years. And when I first started doing it, so my first two or 300 were probably an average of, or were three to four years is what I was uh, pre-buying pre them for. And the reason for that is because at the time ENS wasn't popular in this resale market. So I, my guess was we were going to be two to four years out for a bull run. So that obviously helped me. So I'm not going to have to make this decision with most of them until 2024. But, um, I do have some, so let's ignore the timing and pretend that, you know, some of them are renewing soon. Um, a, when you're buying, you always want to be accounting for the renewal fees. So, Again, this was actually a question I brought up on Twitter is, uh, you know, when to renew them. And we got lots of different answers. Some people said, I will only pay a year. Some said always three years or more. Both are, there's no right or wrong answer here. Um, but the other thread, just the one that jumps out at me because I wrote about it, is I bought about 50 names that were uh, blank DAO.eth because I believe in DAOs. Uh, we have one Zilker DAO. I'm in ATX DAO. There's, there's DAOs everywhere. And my, my thought process was, these DAOs are going to want their ENS for all the reasons everybody would. Um, and they'll, they'll actually, part of the, the mental thought process was, okay, for an individual to buy an ENS for say two ETH, that's a, you know, that's a decent amount of money if they're not rich, right? You're talking about asking right. somebody to pay $3,000 or something. That's a lot of money. Some people will do it, but a lot of people wouldn't. But when you're talking about a DAO, whether it has 10 people, a hundred people, if it's a, you know, a big protocol or something now, you know, individually that two, two ETH may only cost them, you know, each member, you know, 50 bucks. Right. So that was, that was the thought process. And I still think it's a, 
it's a good thought process, but I think the odds of, of that working out for me well in the short run, meaning even the next two years is probably pretty slim. So I think what I would do is I would let go of half of the Dow.eth uh, names that I got and keep the others. Because again, I think it's a decent thesis. I just overinvested in it. So I would let those go. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a lot of stuff to worth, worth considering when you're looking at that because people are going to be in a lot of different positions, right? And yes, I think that's one great takeaway on this podcast alone, just going, going there and checking it, you know, because you never know when something legit is going to pop up. Oh yeah. Well, let me say this too. You're, you're totally right. And one of the things that we're doing at ENSHQ right now on our Twitter page, and we'll probably start putting them on our website. So make sure you're checking, you're following our Twitter and checking the website is we're going to start posting all kinds of domains that we think are quality on our Twitter and our website. Um, and for, for specific reasons. So one that we've just started doing is we're finding unregistered names that we think have potential to have value. And the first one we did um, was Evan's idea. It was ensconsultation.eth. And he posted it, I think, on Tuesday. And somebody bought it within an hour of us posting it. So somebody saw it and agreed with Evan or us and snapped it up. And so this is something that we want to do, right? Somebody like me, and, and I know Evan does it all the time, as well as we're searching these domains. I mean, my wish list of domains is like 500 and you know, I don't have money to buy 500 more, more names. So I might as well share the love with, uh, with everybody. Right. So we're going to be posting those. We're going to be posting. We're back to what you were saying about the expiry list. We are watching the expiry list very close and we are posting, uh, two lists each, every couple days, let's say one list of what are the best deals right now? The three best deals right? So name versus price, um, name compared to price, what are the three best at the current moment? And then we're also going to be making a list of just what are the three best names that are going to be expiring that you need to pay attention to, right? So in theory, we would put if john.eth expired, even if it was at the $10 million mark, we would still put it on that list and say, hey, john.eth is expiring, you got to watch this thing, right? right? So just between those three different things that we're doing that should be providing a ton of value to people for names that they can watch out for buy right now buy in a couple days um and this is what the smart investors are doing this is what true daddy he's every it seems like every day or two he's snapping one up i go to check my my uh, saved expiry list and they're gone and when i wake up in the morning and i check twitter and it's him he posts that he bought it and i'm always frustrated because i want i waited a little too long to get him um get up earlier I, well, that he also has more money to risk. So for me, I'm like, I'm waiting to see if anybody will let it fall to point two, and he always buys it at point four or something. So, um, so we're doing a lot to uh, to help solve that problem for people. But I still recommend people do it. You're right; people should still do it. But if you want the shortcut, watch our Twitter, watch our homepage, and we're doing it for you. Sounds good. Yeah. Anything else on that? We'll wrap up uh, wrap up this one, and we'll jump to. First name, last name. Yeah, no, I think I think that's it for for that. Hopefully that that helps everybody, gives people some some good ideas. Oh, also, again, I probably am going to stop clarifying this each time. Hopefully, people have seen it and understand. I'm just I'm not uh, an expert in any general way here. I'm just giving my take, right? So if I'm wrong, sharing opinions, sharing opinions, I very well could be wrong. 
if you want to respectfully have a debate and let me know why you think I'm wrong, I'm happy to hear it because I'm wrong frequently. So um, don't take what I'm saying as gospel. This is all just just my opinion. But also, if you buy something and lose money, you can go after TJ right now. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to say you can try. DM me that you lost money and, and we'll, we'll see what, what right. uh, how I respond to that. Lost money. But yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah.